Are we on? Yeah, here, grab all those Twizzlers out that you want so we don't... I was actually going to grab a second so one. So that we so never, ever crinkle t- again. Toss that somewhere else. It was one <laughs> rice cracker, guys. No. That was so funny. You just couldn't make it. We were like five minutes to done. You could have just gotten it over with. You could have been like, everybody quiet for one minute. Rip. Take it out. We're yeah. done. Crunch. It was just funny because it was so I have not done minute. anything right in my life for why? the first 26 years. Why start now? Why start now? Yes. I'll tell you why. Because we are why goddamn not? professionals. Why not? Why not? So I do say, oh, let's start now. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. So the gentleman walks into the house that is mysteriously in the middle of the desert by the oasis. Uh, you all are there and you are holding a suspicious jar. What does this guy look like again? A normal gentleman, um, a little bit of scruff around his jawline. He's he's pretty tanned from being out in the sun, and he has a red uh, scarf. Is the wrong word, but cur- sort of large kerchief uh, tied around his shoulders, around his neck. It's an ascot. It sounds like Fred from Scooby Doo. N- no, but okay. if you want to imagine okay. Fred from Scooby Doo in the Does sun, this guy look like an old guy, or is he a young guy, or? Or is he 35, like, 40, okay. somewhere around there? Oh, so he's so a very, very young guy. Yeah. I don't know why so you're the... making unblinking eye contact with me, but yeah, 35, 40. Okay. So right. young, yeah. so beautiful, yeah, with exactly. so much life to live. And a lot to lose. <laughs> so go ahead and take it from him, since I know that's what y'all are about to do. Um, uh, hello? Uh, hello? H- who are you? Um, my name is Valen. Oh, okay, so is this your your place? More or less, yes. Can I help you? Wait, is it more or is it less? That's a good question, actually. Um, I tend to spend most of my time outside, but I guess it would be considered my house, yes. Oh, good, come join me, I'm sunbathing. Is, is that your friend outside? He just sort of follows us around. We're not totally sure what his deal is. This breastplate is perfect for reflecting the sun. Well, I mean, I think he's our friend. Say, we've been poking around a little bit. Uh, the food that's in these cabinets, is that like magically self-replenishing? Or did you have to go buy that? Or uh, It's magically self-replenishing. Uh, before the Oasis was there, it actually used to be a magical research facility. So what you're saying is, if someone were, theoretically, to have looted about half to two-thirds of that pantry, that wouldn't cause immediate problems and concerns for you? It would until they replenish the next day. Okay, cool. I'm uh, assuming you've taken the food, then. What? I see. So what about this, um, this, this, this here, this, uh. Oh, you might not want to touch that. He kind of like dives forward to grab the bottle. Oh, that kind of like, that dive kind of scares Zeke. So he just kind of steps back and like holds it closer. All right, roll a dex check. Can't wait till I smash this bottle. 
That is going to... I'm going to tell you right now, I see that you rolled a 17. Homeboy crit failed. You're going to... You're going to get that bottle away from him. Okay. Oh. Wait, so so why shouldn't I want to hold this? It, it's it's dangerous. Uh, we... An experiment gone wrong got uh, trapped in, in that bottle. And I, I just keep it on the coffee table, plugged up, so that it can't cause problems. Whoa, did you say there's traps in that house? Sola, why are you setting traps? I, I didn't set any traps. It's this guy, this guy has a trap jar for do, do we want to go outside where you can speak to your friend, or would your friend like to come in here because I cannot handle the shouting? Why don't we, why don't we just, let's talk about this plugged up jar you got here. So, like, what is the, what's this experiment that's gone wrong with this thing? Like I said... Before the Oasis was here, it was a magical research facility. Magic experiments can sometimes go wrong. Yeah, but it was like this dude. Uh, it was a it was a gin. He was he was the the last one we talked to. It was kind of impolite. Uh, yes, because there are two entities bound into that jar. Oh, they were accidentally fused uh, during our research, and I dropped it on the floor. They were accidentally fused during our research, and. In effort to keep things from getting worse, we bound them in the jar. Is it, is it like one comes out and then the other one comes out? Is it like, do they trade off or is it random? Or It's random. Whichever one of them has dominance at the time. So is there any way to tell which one has dominance? Uh, open up the bottle. Eek opens up the bottle. It is going to be the gin is going to come out this time. You're going to have to tell me, is that the good one? That's the good one. Gin good, Efreet bad. Okay. Oh, what's his name? Is his name Jim? Jim the gin? Uh, He doesn't have a name, but if y'all want to call him Jim, you're more than welcome to do so. He goes by James. Is that Jim in there? (laughs) Jiminy Cricket? Uh, hello again? Yes. May I help you? Ah, it looks like we rubbed it the right way. It's, a... it's gin in a bottle. <laughs> gin in a bottle? Get him out! So is... So did this guy saying you're stuck in here with the evil guy? Yes. Well, I'm fused with the other gentleman. So, like, what if we plug it up now while you're out of it? What, uh, what happens? I will if... revert to being in the bottle. Oh, we can't, like keep you out what i am is mostly a projection so are you are you i don't know happy or okay with being stuck in the bottle i don't remember a whole lot of who i was before the fusion i say chap do you grant wishes i was told i once did but my abilities have been lessened after the accident so do you grant like hopes now (laughs) Uh, Valen's kind of looking at you like, why are you rude? I'm just asking. I don't understand yeah, how any of this works. Maybe, maybe he gives you a student loan at a pretty good interest yeah, rate. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe I can do a whole lot, but I can, let me see. He's going to kind of focus really, really hard and hold out his hand. Um, popping up on the table is going to be five days of food for each of you. Oh, awesome. So, like, bread, water, rice, meat, 
vegetables. And and how many days of food was half to two-thirds of the pantry? Uh, yeah, you're going to be set for, like, 30 days. Hell yeah. What, like... Provided the magic uh, preservation holds out. Johannes uh, walks inside and uh, kind of sets his breastplate and his shoes in the corner. Um, you see a veritable feast set out on the table. Oh, nice! Who cooked? He's just going to start eating, eating some food. Uh, uh, hey, um, so why don't you just, if, if it's always a random chance of one or the other of you coming out, why don't you, you just leave this guy out all the time? Because after a while, I will be overpowered. Well, we gotta get you working out more. That's what I did. I used to get overpowered all the time. People used to come up to me and they'd punch me right in the face and I could do nothing about it. Yeah, man, I remember one time Solonar was just, like, sunning himself on the beach and some dudes came over and kicked sand into his face. He got really mad. I, I thought we weren't going to tell that story, but... Flashback! <laughs> <laughs> and it's just... Oh, my face! Oh, God! Hey, look here, punk! This is our beach! Johannes, like, gets an old Silver Age comic book and looks in the back and he sees, like, the Charles Atlas program. (laughs) (laughs) And he bulks up. (laughs) I need to eat nothing but peanut butter for the next two years. (laughs) My jaw is so sore. (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. All right. So other than that, also the way that you sounded, Alon kind of made it sound like that happened on Bicep Beach and that that happened just, like, a week or so ago. You did. You don't remember that? Yeah, no, I, I, I'm sorry. Remind me of the scene where uh, Solonar got sand kicked in his face. Cause... Yeah, it went like this. Let's just go back to it. <laughs> just... Oh, my face. Oh, God. Hey, look here, punk. This is our beach. Can you see? I'm going to flex. Look, it's this bicep across it because that's my name and also the name of this beach. You don't mean crap. And your face sucks. Oh, yeah? Take this sand right to your face. Oh, God. My eyes. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that burns. Uh, yeah. Now, oh, I'm who knew sand had so much salt in it? Good. I'm gonna, <laughs> oh. I'm going to leave you to it. It looks painful. I hope you get better. But also, don't come back here. What is that accent? Solnar, <laughs> come out to play. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so legitimately concerned for all of you right now. Uh, that accent is actually a, a Laria. It's an Laria exclusive accent. You can only find it yeah. in like the northern reaches. Yeah, it's only in one borough. See yeah. the way that you were phrasing that, it made it sound like it's. You can only get it if you get the DLC. It's only. It's only exclusive. It's a Patreon exclusive. Patreon exclusive. <laughs> You know what, you That's know, gonna be like a tier one thousand. Like if you send a thousand, you get to tell me what accent I have to give a character. <laughs> oh, everyone is New Jersey. Everyone. Whoa! Wow! Profiling much? No, I just think that me trying to do a Jersey accent would be hysterical. I'm I'm not about to try. I just want to imagine it. I mean, give the give the listeners something to decide whether or not they want to give to that tier. Hey, sound guy, make that work for me. Okay, thanks. I just put the cork noise in. <laughs> <laughs> the worst sound in the world. Anyway, Me- meanwhile, Mister Vellum, Vellum, yes. Have you tried undoing what whatever happened? I have tried, but my facility is now a pool of water. Did it sink, or is like? Uh, an experiment, the same experiment that went wrong 
turned the academy into the oasis. Well, why did you build it out of ice? That seems like it would never have been fortuitous in the desert. Uh, you would be right if we had, uh, but no, it was built out of mortar and brick and oh. wood. So was it like transmutation or something? Uh, something similar. It was some kind of wild ma- magic fluctuation. It's why I refuse to fish in the oasis. That's where many of my co-workers are. Are they fish? Oh, uh, do we eat some? <laughs> I remember uh, us getting foxes. You you caught some foxes. Were yeah. your co-workers foxes at any point in time? I believe they have just been fish. Oh, good. Well, maybe those foxes ate fish. <laughs> um, it's the circle of life, man. <laughs> quick question. Who the hell builds an academy in the middle of the gosh darn desert? We... That's pretty ding-dang stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and out of ice, nonetheless. Well, given that our experiments were clearly volatile, we wanted to make sure that we were far away from centers of civilization. We had had a dimension door-type situation between us and the Academy in Alaria. Oh, so this was just like a branch of the Academy. Yes. The extension school. All right. I guess I suppose that makes sense. I mean, if you're going to create a huge bombed-out crater, you don't want it to be in the middle of a city. Yes, that was our thought. But it could be a pretty cool, like, it'd be a great way to create a nice um, basement excavation. It takes people's years to do that. You could just build an academy, excavate out the bottom, make the academy turn into water because you built it out of ice. We would also have flattened the capital city of Alaria. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the experiment that went wrong so we can figure out what happened here. We Wait. are very curious. Wait a minute. Flattened Alaria? But we're in Ocean Va... You seriously had a magic academy operating on a whole other continent? Just the tax purposes, like, implications of that are ridiculous. Um, I, like I said, there was there was a portal in the basement. I heard that actually they give pretty good tax breaks to companies that come from Alaria so, to here. So are you stranded here now? Uh, more or less, I am. What's keeping uh, you from leaving? The desert and the blue dragons. That are in the desert. Whoa, there's blue dragons out there. Yes, dozens. Oh my gosh, Alita, we're looking for those. We should say hi. No, we're not looking for blue dragons. Blue dragons are the kind that want us dead. Oh, that's right. You told me this. If it, Like I said, if it's a metal, it's a good. If right. it's a color, it's a bad. Metal's good. All colors are bad and evil. <sighs> I'm going to have to clarify this later, but yeah, let's go with that. I don't see color. So, so what... What would we have to? What would, what would have to happen to un, undo the this disaster? Uh, to be honest with you, I'm not terribly sure. The problem is, is that why this area seems to be a wild magic zone. Anything that we experimented on, any spells that we cast, everything went <sighs> unpredictably. Huh. Well. Huh. So it sounds to me like you're basically living out, um, I I believe in at least one religion, they refer to it as limbo, where you're trapped basically between realms, living out the same days over and over and over. I think that's called being a groundhog. My understanding is that it is the day of a groundhog, yes. I'm waiting for you to get to your point. Uh, or did you just uh, want to lay out my sad, <laughs> sad existence? 
I mean, my point being... Alone, with no one, all the food you can eat, but no good source of exercise, a way to burn that energy. Having to drink your friend's water. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, that one got me, sorry. (laughs) The water that they peed in. (laughs) Oh, gross. Well, do you want to try to leave with us? I... Where are you going? That's a great question. We're going to the scaled steps. We're in we're, the scaled steps. Well, Whoa, we made it! Yeah. <laughs> we made it. Congratulations! We got to where we were going for once. Da, 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 da. My understanding is we're headed north to some kind of temple. There might be people there. They might just be weird, like sand mummy things that'll disappear the instant we see, like break down the barrier that's holding them in place. Even though their spirits are still alive. And holding the barrier up. No big, and, no big. And then, like, once the <laughs> barrier's down, just, like, the slightest hint of wind, and <laughs> they're gone. All right, I didn't catch all that about the sand mummies, but the barriers and the magic and the ancient temple is right up my research alley. Say, friend, I have a question for you. Of course. If you, if I were to ask you to describe your profession in one word, what would you, uh... What would you say it was? What is your specialty? What certain abilities do you have related to those? You you want me to do all that in one word? Because I can summarize what my job was in two. No, no, no. One word, and uh, each of us are going to do the same. We'll start right here. I mean, I technically can't do it in one word, uh, but I'll do it in three words, and one is barbarian, (laughs) monk, and bard. It sounds to me, Boat, like you just goofed your own game. I wasn't asking myself the question. They're hyphenated. Research assistant. Okay. All right. What kind of class bonuses do you get for that? <laughs> I am certain I don't know what you mean. Well, because you must if have we been... were, if we lived in some kind of tabletop role playing adventure, I'm certain that whoever was me- was managing that game would consider that metagaming. Don't uh, don't misunderstand me. You, you know, I, I. It was obvious you were a very learned person, and I was just wondering if the classes you took to become a learned person gave you any bonuses <laughs> to your knowledge. I mean, what we're really trying to figure out is what kind of proficiencies you have, <laughs> what what sort of talents and skills, what sort of what sort of feats about you make you special. Yeah, like do, you know, if you cast spells, do you like? Do you know any demons, or do you have a family history of spell casting, or did you just study spells a lot? We're, we're really <laughs> curious about this. I, hey, um, I, I threw a shoe and killed a bird. Villain, <laughs> I, I found this this book on the shelf. Maybe you can read some from it. It, it says on the front, uh, p- p- player's handbook. I mean, I, I'm sure if we just spend the next hour reading from this, it'll be very interesting. No, burn it. Copyright. <laughs> So, well, maybe we can just stay here for the night and you can think about if you want to try to leave with us. I mean, I'd be happy to leave with you, but I don't know how useful I'll be on your adventure. Don't worry. We'll keep you safe. Don't Uh, worry about it. I get it. Friendship pee is very alluring. (laughs) (laughs) If if you'll give us just, just a moment for a quick aside... Uh, and Solonar's going to step outside of the little cottage and then kind of like beckon everybody around for a quick team huddle, Alita included, of course. Um, does does anyone else find it like suspiciously convenient 
that a guy who's really good at temples and magic and things just happens to pop up when we're on our way to magic and temples and things. Does I'm, it sound like he was good at it or that he was just interested in it? I mean, look at it this way. Maybe he was researching those things, and that's why he's out here. Well, do we really want him to come then? Because he's clearly bad at his job. He might be useful for something. You his know. research facility is a fish pond. Maybe we could get some of them evil genie folks to, like... I don't know, trigger some traps for us or something like that. I'm not like messing that. with evil genies. I, I heard that fish ponds are very difficult to upkeep. I'm not dealing with genies, and I don't trust someone whose only job was research, but he is suspiciously the only survivor of a catastrophe that made a gene, a, a, a magic wish people smoosh together and turned all of his friends into fish. Can I uh, can I see if I can pull one of the fish out of the water? Like us? Mulan style? Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure, roll. Uh, 17 decks. You okay. are absolutely able to just, you know, yeah, swift as uh, the coursing river. Yeah, Johannes pulls a fish out of here. He's not the only survivor. Look, here's uh, the actual gym. You notice that the fish has a vaguely human face. See? Oh, God, that's horrifying. Jim, this is the party. Uh, we've decided to, instead of the other guy who I can't remember his name, you're joining us. You're going to go and research yep. some temples, buddy. Johannes, looking at that fish is making me a little queasy. And the fact that it looks like he can't breathe right now. I imagine it looks like helping? William Frawley or something like that. So, so Eek is actually, at this point, has sort of started walking away from the party. Um, you got to kiss the fish. Kiss it. Kind of, he's kind of looking Why down as he way? walks away. Alita's going to follow Eek. Uh, Johannes, Johannes is um, is chasing around Solonar with the fish. Kiss the fish! He's he struck by inspirational lightning. He's like, I can make human soup fish. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Eek, are you all right? I, I don't really want to talk about it right now. Okay. Do you want me to just be here, or do you want me to go? I, I, I'm just going to go sit over there for a bit. Okay. I'll be over here. You always told me you like fish lips, Solana. Pucker up! I've never told you any such thing. You keep that thing away from me. <sighs> so, um, Mr. Johannes, do you want to put Mr. Jimfish back in the water? Johannes is, uh, he's actually just, like, crouched down behind a bush and just jumps <laughs> above the bush. <laughs> just, like, periscoping the, around. While the fish suffocates. <laughs> it's like, this is this is torture. Oh, lady's gonna kiss the fish. So, um, Mr. Johannes, if I kiss that fish, will you put it back in the water? Roll the dog. If I kiss the fish, will you put it back in the water? Okay, Lita, I'll go put the fish back. You don't have to kiss it, but if you want to, Jim would appreciate it. So, Alita's really banking on that cloth mask she wears. <laughs> so when. Everybody's kind of walked away from Eek. Um, he's going to kind of take his bag out and pull out his that um, crystal ball. Mm-hmm. And he's going to kind of look at it for a bit. And he's kind of going to look around him. He's going to... Is there anything I can do about this? You see in your mind a vision of a golden hourglass emblazoned with the image of golden dragons. You see yourself putting it in the center of the oasis and turning it around. 
the sand, instead of going down, begins pulling upward. You see the oasis slowly fade away, and the academy rebuild itself. So that's, that vision kind of ends. It, like, surprises him that he saw this, and he drops the ball for the golden orb for a second. He's like, what? What was that? If you could turn back time. And he, uh, he picks up the ball again, and he kind of looks around. Um, Johannes is just throwing uh, pieces of bread kinda... into the into the pond. <laughs> and... Johannes is throwing bread. And he sees Alita, and he, he kind of thinks, wait, dragon hourglass? Dragon hourglass? Drag, dragon artifacts? Alita! Mm-hmm? Do you know anything about a, a, a golden hourglass with the dragons on it? Um, give me a sec. I'll ask the pendant. If you could find a way. Wait, you sure you don't want Boat to ask that pendant? Hey, dragon spirits. <laughs> why don't you lay some knowledge on a brother over here? It's been a while. <laughs> Wait, is Boat actually doing that? Um, Heck yeah. No, he's not. <laughs> Solinar's rolling for dive tackle. Oh, that's a nat one. I think uh, Solinar hits a different person. Out of nowhere, because Boat wasn't doing that, <laughs> Solinar dives, swan style, into the sand. <laughs> and is now buried in sand up to his waist. Rolls over, stands up right next to, with his face just at the pendant. Like, <laughs> like oh, oh uh, Dragon God. Uh, mm. <laughs> Mr. Eek, there is supposedly a treasure hidden away in the Golden Dragon Temple that is sort of like what you're describing. When can we get there? The Golden Dragon Temple's been lost for a very long time. I know that we should be able to find it over the course of our journey, but I don't know if it's anywhere near here. Uh. It's also probably going to be the most heavily guarded, if we can even find it. He just looks... Deeply disappointed. And what do you mean if we can even find it? And Johannes takes the last bit of his loaf of bread and he tears it up and goes, Feast, my fish friends, feast! Alita, we've, we've come here on a holy mission. And so far we've been nothing but successful. Uh, how, how, how would we not be able to continue uh, this success? Look at our party. And you look around... Um, Solonar's just covered in sand, trying to, like, brush it off him. Uh, Gravy Boat's just, like, uh, flexing in the corner. Um, he actually yeah. has, has pulled out some, like, rocks, and he's just kind of, like... No, just... Gra- Gravy Boat's reading the, like, the book that he got earlier oh, on yeah. how to revive dead conversations, and he's getting all <laughs> kinds of ideas on, like, how to speak to people better, how to sing songs, and things like... And oh, how to revive like... a dead conversation <laughs> burst into song. Yeah. It doesn't creep people out yeah. at all. They love it. It yeah. engages. You, it... you could say that he's learning a lot of uh, a lot of ways to entertain. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Eek is over there, and uh, he looks um, uh, lost and scared. Uh, and then you turn back to Johannes, who... Um, is uh, like with just just throwing the last bits of bread into the pond, um, his golden hair flowing in the wind. He turns, immediately slips because he didn't realize that like there's this. Uh, it's like by the bank, it's hard, and then it gets to the sand, and he wasn't ready for it. And he's like, oh, duh, duh, and he stands up. We got this, Lolita. We're a team. Mister Eek, if you want to find that relic. Well, I don't know if it counts as the dragon relic, but it is a treasure. If we get to the Golden Temple, I'm certain we could find it. 
he, he kind of looks a little more hopeful. Like, well, I, I think I want to find that. All if, right. If we can, I want to find it. Well, then when we find it, we will find it. All right. So, did we make a decision on Mr. Velen? Who? Well, I think it's up to him. I I don't see why we couldn't have him. I, I, I feel kind of wrong if we just left him here. Yeah, I'm all especially, in favor of it. Especially with that, that strange artifact. Should we? At the same time, maybe he would rather stay here to watch over I mean, I mean his friends can, they may they may be trapped in this pond but he maybe. can make a he can make his choice I'm just happy to have him along if he wants to come if we do take him shouldn't we be a little bit more guarded about what oh I'm not arguing is? with that but when it comes to guarding don't forget that one of your escorts here is the guard captain of <laughs> Palabar I was actually talking about should we keep it under t- wraps tips his cowboy hat <laughs> That we're on a holy mission to bring back the metallic dragon. Oh yeah, I think that's probably a pretty good play for this situation. We don't, uh, we don't want him knowing too much more than he needs to know. Guys, can I get an actual D twenty from somebody? Because that thing I just rolled is a liar's D ten. It's shaped like a D twenty. I took mine out of my dice box, so I didn't do that anymore. There, you got ten D twenties now. Giving Chapman, there's so, so many D twenties. I gave him one. Alan gave him one. Chapman has a friend at the factory. Mm-hmm. Alan gave me a medal. And you can purchase all these dice at Alpha <laughs> Comics and Games at Will Alon. So, have you guys finished what you're doing outside? I'm still flexing, but yeah. Yeah, he's gonna he's weird gonna... flex, but okay. No, it's actually a really normal flex. He's got it's yeah, mm-hmm. just engaging the core uh, right up to that. You know. So you guys walk back into the cottage. Yes. I'm assuming. Yes, that's yeah. what he's doing. All right, uh, Velen is sitting on the couch, uh, leafing through a book. Oh, you're the guy Alito was talking about. What, what book is that? Oh, uh, this one? Uh, this is the field notes of Sophia Terrell. She's a researcher in Alaria. How to betray a dragon. What's it about? Well, she talks about wild magic theory and dead magic zones and the difference between naturally occurring magic and um, magical ability derived through research and study. Well, out of nowhere, I've gotten tired. Where do we retire for the night? Um, I have a bed, but there's only one. I mean, Bodo don't mind a share. I could stay on the couch, too. We've also got the wagon. I'm. I, <laughs> why did you sing that? Why don't I sing everything? That because I would died. absolutely leave this room. Um, would you really? give it to you? Go and give it to you. Um, boat going is it? <laughs> Johannes, Please don't sing it in that low of a tone. Johannes hey. curls up on the on the couch like a cat. Yeah, because yeah, it's, oh. it's so small. So it's just like. His no. hair making a majestic golden blanket. No, yeah. it just I, I just uses it to like curl it up as a pillow. Oh, that's, that's yeah. Delightful. He just kind of takes it, curls it as a pillow. And he's yeah, like, is it getting evening? I should clarify. Is it becoming like time for us to go yes. to sleep? Okay, I just want to make sure. <laughs> is there is there like a table in the room? Like yeah. A, okay. There's a coffee table, and then there's a dining room table with two chairs uh, and Sol- a vase with a flower in it. Solinar is going to rush out to the cart, and he's going to rush back, and he's going to have uh, a pillow. And a traveling blanket, and he's gonna like throw the pillow and the blanket under the table and be like, Dibs, it's mine. I'll take the bed. Um, 
Are, are we making this guy sleep on his own floor? Is I'm that not, what we're doing? I mean, I told him I was willing to share. That's perfectly normal. I'm going to sleep on this couch. Okay. Uh, the couch that has Johannes on it? Uh, no, the couch across the way from small blonde man. Oh, I, take, okay. I take up like one-tenth of this couch. <laughs> yeah, but he's also like a, a humanoid. Like, I don't touch... Like, when I'm napping on the couch, if my cat is on one of the cushions... You best believe I'm going to curl up my legs so I don't interrupt her sleeping space. I'm going to tell you right now, um, you wouldn't know it looking at him, but Johannes is definitely a big spoon type of guy. What? Why do I need this information? Because you said you're sleeping. Oh, right. You're sleeping on the other couch. Never mind. You're good. Also, how do you know this about your friend? I watch him sleep. (laughs) And with that, I'm going to go sleep in the cart. Eek's going to go climb up on the other half of that couch. (laughs) You wouldn't know this about Alita, but she's more of like a spork. (laughs) (laughs) She's more of like a she would mace the crap out of anybody she found touching her. (laughs) Wakes up, somebody's like gently like snuggled against her and she just pound them into chutney. Whoa. So uh, about traveling with us, how do you feel about chutney? We've got a lot. (laughs) I have thought about it and... I would, I'd like at the very least to find a place that's more populated. I feel like I've hit a wall with my research, and if I could find some more people to help me with my research, I might be able to find a way to reverse what was done. So your criteria for a successful journey is more population than one? I would probably like a denser population than just more than one. But I mean, if you're looking for somebody to help you with your research, a dense population is probably the worst place you can go. <laughs> <sighs> I am going to bed. Uh, but just real quick, what kind of research are you trying to do that you need help with? Uh, spell reversal. That makes... Well, hold on. How, how are p- normal, everyday people going to help you learn spell reversal? The denser the population, the more likely they have wizards and researchers. Ah, yeah, because okay. dumb people need wizards and researchers to look after them. <laughs> <laughs> the more concentrated the number number of people in an area, he kind of like glares at both. It, as I understand it, it does take a great deal of concentration to be a wizard or a researcher, so that makes sense. Ooh. <laughs> Eek is trying to fall asleep, and this is getting really frustrating. So he casts sleep by <laughs> himself. No, just on the area. Uh, roll, okay. roll your dice. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's got the lowest HP? I Probably think he... Vellum. So <laughs> who's resisting going to sleep right now? Because I feel like anybody who's like trying to go to sleep, they're just gonna fall. Asleep. Boats are boats already disrobed and hopped in the bed. All no, right, I didn't mean that part. Yeah, you, you're in the middle of talking, so I don't think you have. You don't think Boat talks in his sleep? I was yelling from the other room. So there's one thing I know about Mm -hmm. Boat. He never stops talking. There it is. I was going to say, of all the spells you have on your sheets, there's no way sleep is not there. Twelve times. Keep going. It's Mm. dice forever. Twenty-two. All right, Vellum's out. Did he make it to the couch first? How many hit points you got to eat? Oh, well, I was trying to fall asleep, so I don't think I really need to take up hit points on that. Vellum has, like, 7 HP, so he's he's down. How so many you got, Solonar? 15 left. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. 
because I'm immune to sleep magic. Damn it. I got 33. Yeah, but I'm 20. <laughs> I'm 28. All right, so at least Villain's asleep. Yeah. He was like, these people are too loud. Uh, we'll put the quietest one to sleep. Villain just on the floor collapses. Well, not be, even to the couch yet. To be, um, he's yeah. like half flopped on the couch. To be fair, they were trying to talk to Villain, and if Villain's asleep, mm-hmm. there's nobody to talk to. Well, finally, that guy's asleep. It's about time we share our life stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's punch him and wake him back up. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> be careful if you crit. That's seven hit points is all you got, man. <laughs> Oh, boat's gonna rage. Double max damage. <laughs> Double max damage. I hate all of you in this podcast. <laughs> You're gonna wake it again. Wake him up with a concussion. This time rolling at second level. He's also rolling a dice the size of my fist. Can you feel? 15 I'm gonna tell you right now. You, we're good. We can go to sleep. Can, yeah, can I just say this yeah. does it, guys? Can Everybody y'all just asleep? sleep and go to the next morning for the love of yes, the silver please. dragons? Uh, please. <laughs> Bo went to bed a while ago. He's just yelling from the other room. Okay, then you didn't go to bed. <laughs> and it's the next morning, and all of you need to stop with the whistling and the screaming and the sleeping and the waking. And we just have a moment so I can like feel like my character fell asleep. Yes, and we'll all take a I'm moment, ready. breathe in. Yeah, do you? <sighs> and all right. We, and before with that, all of your HP is you've completed a long rest. Before everybody, my wakes goodness. Up, before everybody wakes up, uh, he casts um, unseen servant as a ritual and asks the unseen servant to go make breakfast for everybody. I just love the idea of Eek sitting in a circle of candles, like, chanting for ten minutes, only to have a ripple of energy appear, and he'd be like, yeah, go make me some pancakes. Yeah, <laughs> also, uh, roll roll to see how that, pan- that unseen servant, if uh, if they do well in the pancakes or not. Yeah, roll for Fantasia. I, yeah, I want to see if we get another destroyed roll. kitchen out of this. What, what, I don't even know what stats the unseen servant has. Just roll, just roll just, a d20. Uh, ten. So he makes right he makes, in the middle. He makes passable pancakes. Yeah, they're from a mix, one of them, but then he gets yeah. the hang of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, the first. They're not in yeah. any fun shapes, and they're not very fluffy, mm-hmm. but they're decent pancakes. Yeah. Whoa, passable pancakes, as in there was potential for him to make pancakes that would constipate the entire party. Dice <laughs> don't lie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Johannes is going to make some. Um, is going to go and make some orange juice using these oranges. You have oranges. And these oranges right over here. That's that's what I wanted. I got a, I got a two. Were there ever? Were there actually oranges? Uh, with my two, I think they were actually coconuts. I tried to squeeze them. It didn't work out, so I shaved them, and then I tried to squeeze the juice. Because out my of that. first thought is, when I can't squeeze an orange, is to shave the orange. Right. So I shaved it, and then I squeezed the the fruit inside. Uh, it became a very um, <laughs> We've got we've got like a very concentrated coconut milk, <laughs> but Johannes thinks it's orange juice, so I'm just passing it out. Orange juice, make sure you keep away those uh, keep away scurvy. That's what I learned in paladin school. Why is this? Why is this white orange juice? Albino oranges. They're the only things that grow in the desert. Uh, oh, oh no, Johannes, did you like? You found fruit somewhere, right? What are you talking about? Where did you find the fruit to make your orange juice? In the tree. Where so you the find... door opens <laughs> and uh, Lita prances in with, well, honestly, it's Felix who does most of the prancing, but Alita's there and she's feeling that energy. 
Something smelled really good outside. Is someone making something? Yeah, orange see, juice. Check it out. You see some pancakes kind of magically float um, up out of the kitchen, and they just sort of start floating towards Alita. Alita's like, ah! She's, like, very delighted, and she, like, takes the plate of pancakes, and is, is, she, she's, she's a happy bean. The, after uh, after um, breakfast is finished cooking, you guess the uh, unseen servant to help, to help pack everything up. So we can get on the road. So the Unseen Servant is going to do all the grunt work for you guys while you hang out like the, the bougie, ridiculous people you are. Hell Boat yeah. also now knows Unseen Servant. What? <laughs> oh, that's... The kobold! <laughs> um, don't steal my goddamn thunder. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't have Thunder Wave. You have Unseen Servant. Yeah, because I don't have attack things. I have ridiculous, <laughs> stupid... Flavor text spell. <laughs> I seriously considered taking Unseen Servant with my Trickster Rogue third level, uh, but I, I decided not to because I felt like having another Unseen Servant was excessive. But now, but that we, now if we just get one two. more person with Unseen Servant, they right. can lift a palaquin. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, man. But, no, my, my purpose is this: the Unseen Servant can set up the ring for me. So Ooh. what would you need Solinar for? Uh, exactly. Whoa! <laughs> I need How it. Does You're Solinar not a feel good hype this. man. Solinar. No, that's the thing. If he's if he's relieved of his duties of setting up the ring, he can focus more on his hype man responsibilities and get. That's better just going to make his failure. I, I really okay. do. Sadder. How I agree. does Solinar feel about this? I agree. Been becoming more specialized is the way to become uh, a, a better, just better at mm-hmm. what you do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, Solinar already didn't like doing grunt work, so not having to set up the ring like that—that that, honestly, that sounds great. So Alita's going to finish her pancakes and go help the Unseen Servant get set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vellum is sort of packing his bag and horking his backpack over his shoulder. Is he bringing his genie bottle with him? He is not. Okay. So should we, like, e- leave e- it e- here e- or e- take e- it? Or Eek e- has a moment where he's kind of thinking back about how he said the problem with this place is that it's a kind of a well of wild magic. And he kind of has this thought, like, maybe I could, maybe if it's not in this place, I could fix the fix this uh fix what happened here and he kind of waits for a moment when nobody's looking at this bottle is nobody else concerned about where geek seems to be heading as a character narrative because i have concerns with what um so yeah when he's gonna wait for a moment when nobody's looking and then grab this this bottle he has nothing but great role his, models all around him all to right from. well put it in his bag you better you better roll some you better roll some stealth my dude um one second I'm, uh, I'm while be... that's happening uh johannes uh like because i rolled that too earlier kind of like falls over and spills the um orange juice everyone is just like oh no i spilled the orange juice it's the distraction that eek is looking for can I also like? So I'll let him roll for with advantage. Can I have also press to digitate like one of the wind, like maybe a shutters on the window slamming really loud? You're already getting Johannes yeah. like so can I have running a Benny Hill moment. Advantage I'm, I'm only here to set my party up for success. Eek is going to steal the bottle and stow it away in his bag, yep. which is starting to become like just a weird curio shop of strange Doesn't magic items. Like, clink as he walks around. Mm-hmm. He's got his like bedrolls and okay. stuff in there. Yeah, he wraps it yeah. up. And while I'm here, can I actually take a look at that bookcase and see if there's any books that would kind of interest me? Uh, most of the good ones, Vellum packed in his bag. Did what? I happen? Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. That gets me more curious. What's what are the bad books? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, 
The bad books are mostly going to be really, really basic books on, like, magic theory, on care and keeping of fish. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm getting this fish care book for sure. So so the really basic books on magic theory, are they uh, they basically written – Okay, so, like, oh here's magic theory, and, like, here are things you can do with them. Why are you making fun of how I talk? Here, like, <laughs> here is totally the best there? way to transmutate water into a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> Why are you guys making fun of how I talk? <laughs> Why are you all making fun of me? <laughs> Wearing yoga pants allows for the most flexibility. Why when are you're... you calling out my life? When you're doing your somatic gestures. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, shopping for components is pretty much the best. Y'all are calling out my life, and I don't appreciate this much. So it's, uh, first off, at me. Second off. Does there happen to be a book on the shelf titled uh, Magic in the Light of the Moon? No. Oh, okay. Oh. You're going to just ruin that for me? Yes. What do you mean ruin it? It was never there. I mean, it could have been. It's... There's an anthology of the temptations of Sorcerer Steve. Oh, is there that book there? I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm going to tell you right now. The Temptations of the Sorcerer Steve is not a sexy book name. (laughs) Whoa. Obviously, you've never met Steve. I thought he was... Steve, like, really, you need to just, like, read it. The characterization of Steve really drives home the inherent eroticism of the title. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, have you seen the way that green sweater fits on him? Like, mm. Mm. I put on my robe and wizard hat. <laughs> and nothing else. Guys, we almost got out of this building. We're yeah. so close. You're Wait, in a, what? You're in like a three-room cottage and you guys can't get out of it. Wait do you read the last chapter. The final temptation of Sorcerer Steve. The yeah. binding. Now, hold on a minute, champ. It sounds like you think that this game is about plot. And I'm, I'm confused where you got that okay. notion from. So, to be honest, I wasn't about plot that I want to get out here. It's that I want to find a place where I can find magic in the, in the light of the moon. Uh, all right. Well, that's fair. All right. All right. So, where's the nearest <laughs> In the city? name of the moon, equal punish you. In the nearest city. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Stop pulling out your notes. I'm kidding. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Just... We're going to this temple. Are you sure? Yes. Stop looking at your notes. Are, are you sure you're going to the temple? I don't know. I, I've got a hankering to go to an aquarium now. I've befriended hey, well, many fish. Why did you have to flip to the index? And why is the index a separate notebook? Don't judge how I do this, <laughs> all right? I like world building. So, packing up. So you all are packed up. Alita's waiting by the cart and she's chatting with Vellum. Can we hear what they're talking about? Um... Not if you get don't get closer. I'd like to sneak closer. Well, Solonar is going to sing his packing up song. I just keep packing up, packing up, packing up, packing up, because my daddy taught me good. I rolled a 16 for stealth. All right, you're able to sneak up on them, but they're okay. pretty much just talking about, like, so we're going to be heading to the north, to the north northwest. Um, they're, you're not going to be terribly far from Chogren Ral, but I imagine Kamboldar is probably going to be a better place to drop you off. Though we shouldn't also be far from Karar. So, I've got one quick question, though, about your party. Who among them should I, um, possibly, uh, like the least? Uh, this is Alita talking, but yeah, no. So, 
No. <laughs> if so, you had to pick a favorite, who would you pick? I'm I'm the the, the are research you asking, assistant. Are you asking Alita <laughs> who her favorite party member is going to be? If you had to pick, just you know, if if I had a um, destruction spell uh, prepared uh, uh, on the side of your face. <laughs> I'm not telling you guys who Alita's favorite character is through... You're not through... telling us. You're telling Vellum. Yeah, I'm just a research assistant just along for the ride. Why are you Vellum now? Why is this a thing you do? <laughs> hey, I'm Vellum now, and I think that you should tell me who your favorite person in your party is. So Vellum is loaded into the card, and as has Alita, and they are ready to go. Why do you guys care about who Alita's favorite is? Uh, All of you are mean to her, except for, like, Johannes and Eek. I'm not mean to her. I just thought it was funny. Plus, I wanted wanted to be picked. Let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so, is everybody ready? Are we ready to to get on this journey? (gasps) Okay, I'm ready. I mean, are you even really asking that? Like, we're literally all packed up. All of us are on the wagon right now, ready to go. And you're at, oh, you know what? Does anyone need to pee before we go? Oh, oh I almost forgot. Yeah, we got this. We got this oasis over here. We can just pee in that. <laughs> Don't do that. Why not? <laughs> well, first of all, that's the only water source in this area. Do you understand how dilution works? If you pee in there, it's still going to be totally safe to drink. I don't want to drink your pee, sir. I mean, you're it's already, sterile, and I yeah. like the taste. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to say it. I'm trying to be a better person. He just prestidigitates the rain so that uh, Snuffles starts moving. All right, Snuffles is going to sigh deeply. The long-suffering sigh of Snuffles, uh, which is going to be a spell at some point in this game, so help me. Mm-hmm. And you guys are going to continue on to the Northwest. Hello, I am Johannes, and you're adventuring with me on Quid Pro Roll. We're going to pause for a sec so Gabe can cut it out. I really hope all of that turns into cobalt, cobalt, cobalt. 